Hi, I'm Peter Alsop. Welcome back to Songs to Chew. Our song for today has got a lot of living to do. I wrote it in the late 80s. I remember taking my daughters, Megan and Willow, to a California men's gathering back then, and I kept getting hugs from men thanking me for coming and bringing my daughters because there was so much fear about contracting HIV from gay men. It took a while for medical science to confirm that the deadly virus was not transmitted through the air. Eventually, we learned that it was mostly transmitted from intimate physical contact. When I finally recorded this song in 1989, I was delighted that Ry Cooter came by and played slide guitar with me, and I got to sing it with my daughter Willow. So, here, from my Plug and Away album, let's listen to Got a Lot of Living to Do. I got a friend with AIDS, it's just like me and you. I got a friend with AIDS, we got a lot of living to do. Some days we get sad, so here is what we do. We play together as much as we can, and I love him a lot, cause he's my friend. Yeah, me and my friend with AIDS, got a lot of living to do. What is AIDS? It's a virus bug. What can you do? Well, I give him a hug. You hug your friend? Sure, and he hugs me. But aren't you scared? Well, I used to be. I'd be scared. You'd learn a lot. What would I learn? What's safe, what's not? Could I get AIDS? Well, that's hard to do. But some kids have it. Yes, that's true. Where's the AIDS? It's in his blood. What if he bleeds? We patch him up. Cause AIDS won't let his blood cells fight So I shouldn't touch his blood? You got that right I got a friend with AIDS And someday he might die But someday so will you Someday so will I Some days we get sad So here is what we do And friend with AIDS Got a lot of living to do What if he cries? We wipe his eyes his tears? There's no need for fears. What about his ears? With a cotton swab. You clean his ears? No, that's his job. What about his spit? He swallows it. What about his hair? No virus there. His breath is fine? Smells just like mine. Does he feel ashamed? No, he's not to blame. I got a friend with AIDS, and someday he might die, but someday so will you. Someday so will I I'll tell you what I'm thinking of When we're afraid we just can't love And loving's how I want to be So I don't let fear take over me Here's what we can do We can play together as much as we can And love my life cause he's my friend Yeah, me and friend with AIDS 
Got a lot of living to do. Got a lot of living. Got a lot of living. Got a lot of living to do. Back in the late 80s and through the 90s, HIV-AIDS was running rampant around the country and through the world. It originally affected the gay community, and because of our homophobic cultures and administrations, governmental support for finding a cure was essentially non-existent. One of my fans, a woman named Elizabeth Glazer, called me and told me she had two children, Ariel and Jake. I was one of their favorite singers. Elizabeth had contracted HIV in a blood transfusion in 1981 while giving birth to her daughter, Ariel. She and her husband, Paul, later learned that Elizabeth had unknowingly passed the virus on to Ariel through breast milk and that their son, Jake, had contracted the virus in utero. The Glazers discovered, in the course of trying to treat Ariel, that drug companies and health agencies had no idea that HIV was prevalent among children. The only drugs on the market were for adults, Nothing had been tested or approved for children. Little Ariel lost her battle with AIDS in 1988. She was seven years old. Fearing that Jake's life was also in danger, Elizabeth rose to action. She approached her close friends, Susan Zegan and Susan De Laurentiis, to help create a foundation that would raise money for pediatric HIV-AIDS research. Together, they formed the Pediatric AIDS Foundation. Elizabeth made her first trip to Washington that year, she met with President and Mrs. Reagan, representatives at the National Institute for Health, and members of Congress. In 1989, the foundation held its first fundraiser and awarded its first grant for research on the immune dysfunctions in children living with HIV. Dozens more Washington trips and research grants followed, but both the Bush and Reagan administrations did nothing to help end the AIDS epidemic. I was greatly flattered when Elizabeth and her actor husband, Paul Michael Glazer, of Starsky and Hutch fame, invited me to come to their pediatric AIDS fundraiser at the Universal Amphitheater and sing a song, along with a slew of television and music industry celebrities. The Disney company was making an album and shooting the entire concert and selling videos and CDs to raise funds for the foundation. Willow and I were to sing there with folks like Celine Dion, Michael Bolton, Randy Newman, Bobby McFerrin, Ted Danson, Patti LaBelle, Woody Harrelson, Paula Abdel, Chris Cross, Salt and Pepper, and the list went on and on. I figured it was because I had written God a lot of living to do to inform kids and parents and help all of us talk about the subject so it wouldn't be so scary and so families could understand that they didn't need to shame or shun any gay friends or relatives they might have out of fear. I was excited about performing the song with Willow, but when I spoke to the Disney producers, they didn't want any songs about AIDS. And it was a fundraiser for AIDS research. I was very tempted to tell them I wouldn't come if they didn't let me do that song. Of course, they would have just said, fine with us. <laughs> but instead, they convinced me that the video of our show would include lots of spoken word segues that would give information about AIDS to the audiences who saw the video. Disney Records executives had decided that they wanted the actual musical content of the CD to be non-threatening in any way so they could sell lots and make some substantial funds for the foundation, which they did. I agreed to sing I Am a Pizza for them instead of got a lot of living to do. In 1994, 
Elizabeth lost her own battle with AIDS. And to honor her legacy, the Pediatric AIDS Foundation was renamed the Elizabeth Glazer Pediatric AIDS Foundation. If you have a chance, go online and check out the incredibly stirring speech she made at the 1992 Democratic Convention. It's really worth watching. One of the things I've been working on in my life is to reframe many of the binary ways that I've been taught to see the world. I was taught that the opposite of love was hate. But what I've learned is that there are lots of gradations of love. And what I find is furthest away is not hate, but fear, which also has lots of gradations. I know that for most of us, it's most difficult to be loving when we're afraid. We know how we'd like to act, but when we're afraid, we do the best we can. Fear runs through some people's lives, and there isn't much space left for love when we're full of fear. If we get good information and keep our hearts open, we won't need to be so afraid and cut off our feelings. Scary things like AIDS or COVID give us a chance to stretch and grow spiritually by walking through our fears and holding on to a loving attitude at the same time, even when we're afraid. There's a lot more living and learning that most of us have to do here. So that's it for today. I'm Peter Alsop. Thanks for stopping by, and I'll be back next week with another song to chew. Bye for now.